This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. everyone welcome back and happy friday all right guys well we're back for hot messy topics from kim zolciak and the domestic violence of it all with the cops called to sheena and brock sharing new raquel revelations lala kent has entered the chat we have a something about her update the real housewives of atlanta the ratings are plummeting i mean we're literally all over the board today so we have a lot to talk about lots to discuss before we jump in make sure you smash that like button and show some love and just like shaley asked in the live chat let us know where you're watching from with that let's welcome jason happy friday hi hi how are you this fine morning you know on this fine friday i feel pretty great so i can't wait to get into this Wow, right before we came on, you were just like a raging lunatic. No. <laughs> Hold on. Where's Shaylee? That this is not true. No, I think it's this not morning true. um you have like falsettoed every Disney tune, um, put on some twerking music and twerked, uh, and you've done like three pre records already. So if anyone's the lunatic, it's not me. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Jason, where do we start? Do we start with the Vanderpump Rules stuff? Do we start with the New Jersey stuff? Do we start with Atlanta, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kim Zolciak, um, Brandy? Let's start. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm between Jersey and Vanderpump Rules, so I don't know where everyone wants to start. But Okay, guys, in the live chat, let us know where you want to start. The first 10 answers, well, that's we're taking the majority from that. So Real Housewives. Wow, it's all over the board. Atlanta. Rules. Wait, I don't Jersey. See- Vanderpump. Oh, it's both of them, Shaylee said. <laughs> pump, pump. So we have three Vanderpumps so far. VPR, One let's, let's go. Let's jump in. Oh, it's all Vanderpump. Okay. All right. So, well, thanks, guys. All right. Since it's all Vanderpump, we have an update for something about her. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I thought that this was really cool. Hold on. I'm back with another something about her update. So you can see that they're showing us something about her update where you can see the outside. And as they get closer and they go to look in, you can see, I mean, it kind of, it seems very Lisa Vanderpump with the mirrors, doesn't it, Jason? It gives me a little touch of Vanderpump, but you can see their identity, you know, and I know what they were going for. It looks great. I remember what this was before. 
So really, um, it's really cool to see that turn around. And on our members only, we have another um, kind of catch up about something about her, which we'll talk about on Monday. Yes, we'll talk about this on Monday. Um, It'll be interesting. But no, it is kind of interesting to see that and to see the fact that now TMZ spoke to a branding expert and they're claiming that Ariana, before the scandal went from like ten to $25,000 per brand deal to about $200,000 post-scandal per brand deal. So they're raking in a shit ton of money over there. And as they should. I mean, this is what happens. You know, will those prices of posts and everything that they're doing or brand deals, will they last? Who knows? You know, because Scandal isn't always going to be here. So Ariana should be jumping on that as fast as she can, get her a new house and get out of that one. Well, and yeah, I mean, Ariana, go buy your new house like yesterday. Yesterday. Okay, so since we're talking about Vanderpump Rules, I did want to add a few things here because Sheena and Brock recently spoke about Raquel and how they feel like she is absolutely calculated in the moves that she's making. Now, Raquel found out per Watch What Happens Live that Ariana... She found out that Ariana knew she was sending letters to Tom. And she was sending these letters from the mental health facility, allegedly. But then once she found out and saw that Ariana was on Watch What Happens Live, Brock and Sheena have this new idea that she's trying to taunt Ariana because she sent an envelope that wasn't even closed with lightning bolts all over it. So they feel like she's very calculated and she knows how she's maneuvering this. But Raquel did just recently say that she is uncertain if she will be returning to the show. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know what her story would be on the show. I mean, yeah, I think we do need all of our cast back, but Raquel is, you know, has never really been part of the cast until this season, like really part of the cast, like friends with everyone else, not just James's fiance or James's girlfriend. So, I mean, if she doesn't come back, it's not going to stray me from watching. I'm still going to watch. Um, but I, I don't know if she's taunting her or not. I, I felt like even dropping the, the temporary restraining order and handing that to Andy to hand to Sheena was a little bit of a move. You know, I feel like Raquel is very calculated, just like, you know, we've heard she's in a mental health facility, allegedly, like many times at different times, she could be anywhere doing anything. We don't know what she's doing. I don't the know. great thing about saying that you're in a mental health facility is that they can't share your records. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. So it's like you can't say, you know, you know what I mean? Like she can say that she's there. And even if she's hiding at Grandma Button's house in Tucson, Arizona, it doesn't matter because you can't get the records on it. It's true. And at the same time, you know, there has to be a reason for her to be back on the show. We we would have to want to see something else. We still don't know what the thing is. I know you talked with Ryan on your recap yesterday on what is holding them back from s- signing the six-figure deal. You know, I'm like so- most of the cast from holding their contracts, well, not holding their contracts back before they sign because they've gotten kind of warned, hey, you might want to wait until you see the last whatever part of the reunion And they even are hinting at the next part of the reunion that the last five minutes are going to be where we find out that secret reveal. I'm so sick of guessing at this point. And one person (laughs) who actually knows is Lala Kent. And we know we shared yesterday with Ryan Bailey that Lala was going off on a tangent on her Instagram. And apparently she wasn't done. Jason, I don't think you've seen this. Here we go. Hold on. I've been thinking more on Sandoval's disgusting comment. 
about the IUD. First of all, you you don't come with me to the Punani doctor. How the fuck you know when my IUD is removed, when it's put in? This is my body, you fucking clown. Hygienistic oh, <laughs> prick disguised in fucking neon eyeliner and a set of white gels, which he ruined for everyone. Now you got people like OPI out in these streets trying to be like, how do we save the white nail polish supply? <laughs> Fuck. Maybe I'll get white nails and convince Ariana and Katie and Sheena to all get white nails. We're taking it back. We're taking back the white nails. You buffoon. You clown. You sorry excuse for a human. Oh, it keeps going. It keeps going. It's becoming more and more apparent. Why Sandoval blocked me. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine why he did that. I won't. Okay. You know what's really funny is like, like her or not, because a lot, you know, I know a lot of people are kind of like back and forth on how they feel about Lala because of the supposed hypocrisy and stuff like that. I understand where everyone's coming from in this, but she is driving, right? She's driving the show right now. She's driving the reunions. She's driving the, the, she's just driving this whole situation. Keeping I mean, it alive. She's doing her job as a reality star right here. So, yeah, it's funny. She is do listen, she is doing her job because even moments where she's like, you know, sorry, I didn't ask for your opinion. Well, I have an opinion. Well, great, and I reject it. It's like even these moments where you see when Lisa's taken a little bit back, but then you see her kind of smirk and you know she's like, oh shit, this is going to be reality TV gold. Okay, everyone's going to run with this. Like they know, we've even had housewives before. They do interviews after reunions and they talk about how like after they'll go up to each other and they'll be like, did I go too hard on you? Like, are you okay? Was that okay? Like, how did you feel? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, I don't know. Okay, hold on. Did you see the preview? It looks like it will come. It will come ratchet. Also, the video about the outfit change is so funny. Not a greatly done edit from the producer. So Jason sent this to me this morning. Jason, do you want to explain it? Well, actually, she sent that to me this morning or sent it to you on your Twitter. Yes, there was the moment where Tom and Aria or sorry, Tom and Ariana. I'm so used to saying that Tom and Raquel are talking and Raquel, when they pan back to her, she's in a whole different outfit. Listen. I thought the editors were a little more on it. I was giving them lots of props earlier this season on, on how they edited and how great the production looks. But this was a mishap, but really good catch. Really it, good catch. Thank, thank you so much for the super chat. It was a, it was a great catch. But Seriously. it also just goes to show like another Vanderpump Rules editing snafu. Now, before we completely move on from all of this, there's one person who's not going to let all of the drama go without throwing her name into the ring. Now, I'm sure Uh-oh. everybody's like, who could that be? Well, guys, hold on. Let me just let me see if I could bring this up because she's a little all over the place right now. Hold on. Here it is. <laughs> oh, God. Who is this? OK, Brandy Glanville has entered the chat. The fucking hypocrisy is fucking insane. I never thought I would be friends with half of the bitches that fucked my husband while I was married and pregnant. I'm fucking over it with pretty much everyone. Brandy, what dog do you have in the Vanderpump Rules? Nobody fight? asked her. Nobody. This asked is my Brandy. problem with with some of the housewives, you know, i.e. Teddy and Tamara sometimes putting their mouth into situations they shouldn't. And it's yeah. just like this is not 
this isn't your this isn't your fight, girl. Like I know Vanderpump Rules started off with Sheena and cheating on your husband, which didn't actually happen at that time. It happened a lot earlier before. I, I get it, but it you it's no, no, no. Yeah, she has I no feel room, like no room to come in here. Honestly, for Brandy to be entering the chat too, it just comes so out of left field, and it's like it has uh, it. it really seems like you're trying to ride off of the coattails of these high ratings, which is what Jax and Brittany are doing. Kristen's do like everyone's doing it, but I get but see Jax and Brittany. Here's the difference is Jax and Brittany and Kristen. And if Stassi, if she really wanted to could all be pulling on these ratings because they were on they the are. show, they built the show. How, you did know you go I mean? to Stassi's live show? They are. Oh, well, I know. And they should be, they're allowed to, they were yeah. on it. Brandy was not, well, I guess she was on Vanderpump Rules. I mean, was she the segue <laughs> into Vanderpump Rules? Yes. Yes. But technically, yes. she was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Not Vanderpump Rules. Very, very um, true. Very true. Well, no, I guess she was on... I mean, it was crossovers. Yeah, I guess it was a crossover, but There still, were crossovers. Brandy, be quiet. <laughs> okay. Peggy Colt, <laughs> did you know that when Tom's best friend died, um, Allie weren't speaking when he passed because he brought Rachel to Ohio. Tom got mad and threw his phone. Um, Peggy Cole, thank you so much for the super chat. I did hear about him and his best friend who unfortunately passed away getting into a back and forth. Um, I didn't do a video on it only because out of respect for the friend who passed away and who's not able to, it was almost like when the whole thing happened, just to give you guys like a tidbit, I got a recording that was sent to me after when we were watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two. And when all of the drama was going down and Mary Cosby was, accused of hooking up with this member of the congregation, this former member. And then somebody sent me an audio tape of a conversation and they're like, Adam, post it. Do you remember this? Yeah, no, I do. And he passed away. And I was like, I'm not posting that. He's not here to like, that's really about a yeah, shitty. I do have get. to say, so Dana Wilkie did a really good video on this. So she was going to have Ali on and has spoken to his mother. Um, she did a very respectful video it, on, and I believe it's up on her YouTube channel. So if you do want to check that out, oh, that's awesome. It, it's very, it's very well done. Yeah. See, I, I always like, I feel like I'm teetering a line when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I just don't want to, I feel like it could easily become so disrespectful and I don't want to be put in a situation where it's like, I, you know sure. what I mean? I didn't know the guy. Okay. But also thank you for the super chat. We appreciate you. And Nancy, I was always bored by Rachel. If she doesn't return, I won't miss her at all. Good riddance. I mean, what else could there be? You know, like what, there has to be a reason. I always say there has to be a reason, you know, for, for the action and reaction. There has to be a reason. So what is the reason Raquel will can come back? You know, I see Tom Sandoval is still in the mix of the group. I mean, he's been on the show since the beginning and, but are we going to follow Raquel, like, what's going to happen? Are Tom I think and she's Raquel even together? With a victim impact statement. She's going to be she's like, "Here's that. my this," and you need the A at the end because I got to charge you, bitch, because I'm back and I'm going to get paid to do so. No, Andy Cohn recently said this in an interview. He's like, you know, I think what happened with Rachel was that it went to her head. She, for so many seasons, was. Will you please come to my puppy party? And oh my God, Stassi and everybody come over. And she was trying to break into the group. And it was like, are we miking Raquel? Are we not? And then by season 10, she became a primary. So it wasn't a question of whether or not we're miking Raquel. It was like, okay, cue Raquel into the conversation because right. she integrated herself into the group dynamics so well. So he thinks that becoming a primary really got to her head. And a lot of people are assuming that she is going to come back after this trip to the mental health facility 
She's either going to come back against her parents' wishes and she's going to say, listen, I was mind effed into all of this and I'm sorry, I made really shitty decisions. Let me make it up to you. Or she's just not going to be back at all. But I don't foresee her coming back with Tom The Sam. problem, I mean, like, the problem here, and this is something that I have to agree with Lala, it is different. It's not just a friend sleeping with a friend and a friend's whatever. They were in a relationship for a very long time. They had a home together. They had built things together, businesses together, um, Tom and Ariana. So <clears throat> this was, and and also like you lied about it for, for eight months. You know what I mean? So it is a very different, um, oh God, sorry, very different situation. So yeah. um, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> well, no, it's kind of like, where do you go with it? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's just a different situation. So I don't know. I can see, you know, Kristen and James and all of them filming together again. I get that. But like, you really, really pounded on on Ariana's emotions, on her heart, uh, you know, on her feelings. You pounded, you stomped, and you didn't stop there. Then after you stomped on her, you kicked her. And then you kicked her even more. And now you're just doing this with your foot, squishing her down. Jesus. She's not going to want to film with you. And then you got a restraining order on Sheena. She's never, these two girls who are uh, ladies, excuse me, are a big part of the show. Maybe the two main people of the show, okay, the two main ladies are not going to want to film with you. So what is the point of bringing Raquel back? It's like Raquel has trashed her entire relationship with both of those ladies. Katie's not going to want to film with her. They no. did say, though, that they might offer the cast money incentives in order to film with them. But also... And that would know, be the reveal. Lala, I mean, I doubt that. But Lala, even right now, she said she's close to a million dollars in in fighting for custody of her daughter right now. Even though Randall's over here in pre-foreclosure on his Bel Air home. But if they offered her, hey, listen, we'll throw you an extra $50,000 on top of your contract. You know, like, you don't have to be nice to her. We just need you to film with her. She's going to reach out to you and ask, can she please talk to you? We just hear her out. And if you want to rip her apart, rip her apart. That's up to you. And that mm. incentive might be like, Talala, like, shit, it's 50 grand. I have, you know, legal bills to pay. Yeah, I'll go sit down and eat this chick. You know what I mean? Like, for you, sure, you might have those moments where they might be incentivized to do so, even though it's against Ariana's wishes. And that might not cross the boundary for Ariana because Ariana has not, I don't want to say she's encouraged them, but if you listen to them in all of their interviews, or if you listen to them in their podcast, they always talk about how they've reached out to Ariana and they're like, is it okay if I say this? Is it okay if I go in on her? Is it okay if I eat this chick alive? Is it right. asking how she feels about it? And she's green lighting them. So I don't know why she would have a problem with them sitting down with her to do the same thing. I know I get that. You know, the only thing I'm talking about this reveal, though, is it does have to be something so big that it's a possibility you might want not want to sign your contract. So maybe that's maybe it's a spinoff, you know, like Ryan was saying yesterday. Maybe it's something different. Right. So, um, Judy we'll Maxfield, thank you so much for the super sticker. We appreciate you. Thanks, OK, Judy. So I think that we should move on now from Vanderpump Rules and let's kind of pan over to the Real Housewives of New Jersey, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, I can talk about this. Yes. Okay. Well, we have some issues in Jersey. We do. Always. <laughs> Always. I don't even is, know where to begin. This is the most volatile, toxic franchise, I think. Um, it, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to see the fans, right? The team Gorga, the team Melissa. It's crazy. And for someone who I like both of them, it's really like 
You can't say anything. You can't you say shit. Well, that's the thing, too. When we talk about Jersey, it's like if we're defending, you can't defend anybody because then you are so far in that person's like lane that it's all of a sudden like you're biased. When Andy it's like Cohen, politics. Yeah, it's like politics. Andy Cohen said it on Not Skinny But Not Fat with Amanda Hirsch the other day. He's like, I've just genuinely accepted that I'm always going to piss off the Bravo fans. And it's true. It's like you're never going to win because you don't know how someone how something hits somebody or strikes a chord with them. You know what I mean? So they might be able to relate to it different. They see Melissa and they are the sister-in-law that gets the short end of the stick or they see Teresa and they have been put in a shitty situation by their ex-husband. So you don't know how they're relating to it. And then that, that kind of, I feel like contributes to who they're forming in their minds as a fan and alliance with as a cast member. Oh my gosh. I'm on some Dr. Phil shit. Yeah. I don't know what you're, yeah, this is great. Okay. Great. So hold on. I'm not done though. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. So the Real Housewives of New Jersey, it's at a crossroads right now because they have no freaking clue who is going to film next season. Now we had Teresa Judice. We've talked about this a little bit with you guys. She has been since day one. This is my show. She's obviously been a huge part of the show. You have Melissa Gorga, who's kind of taking away from that a little bit on the show when Teresa's like, I gave birth on the show. I got married on the show. I went to jail on the show. Melissa's like, good for you, girl. You went to jail on the show. You want a fucking cookie for that? That's not a con- an accomplishment. But for Teresa, she's like, I've showed every vulnerable moment of my life and given everything to this show. It's true. Well, <clears throat> while she's doing it on the reunion, at least part one of the reunion, which I felt like was a little lackluster for a part one of the reunion. You could see where she's coming in hot, like Vicky Gumbleson, this is my show. Rachel Fuda over there, shut the fuck up. I've been here for 10 years. Melissa, you don't know shit. And this is your last time you'll be on the couch. Like she's making her rounds to everyone. And Andy's kind of looking at her like, oh shit, do we have Vicky 2.0? Uh, right? We don't need Vicky 2.0. We don't need this. Yes, yes, but... Okay, so get to this, because I think I know before, where you're going with this. Now, before I get into the New Jersey crossroads of it all, I wanted to ask you, because I asked Ricky the same question the other day, and he gave, I know what his answer was. I want to ask you your answer. Okay. The show moving forward, The Real Housewives of New Jersey is one of the only franchises of Housewives that we really celebrate the husbands. Now, I asked, which one's more valuable? Because we know Teresa is the front runner for all of the housewives on Jersey. She is the person you think about when you think about Jersey. But with right. Melissa, it comes as a pair. Joe Gorga's very likable. He rallies the guys together. He gives us that other element of the show that provides the family aspect, the full spectrum into their lives that the fans really enjoy. So if you take him out of that, do you kind of have a leader of the wolf pack? Or is it just like, every other housewife show with the husbands randomly getting together and it doesn't necessarily make the most sense. So if you take Teresa out, we'll still have all the husbands get together, the feel good moments and the drama because we keep Melissa and Joe. And if you take Melissa and Joe out, we might have a more tame Teresa who doesn't have the family drama that we're sick of, but the husbands might not be getting together in the same way. Which one do you lean into? I, Adam, I cannot say, okay, I'm trying to save my life here. I can't say, um, what I can say is I think they're both going to come back and they both will be forced to film together. I mean, Teresa is going through some financial crap right now, allegedly being reported. And maybe I, I think with Louis involved too, they would want to stay on TV, right? Regardless of the situation, I, 
I think that this is not the ending that the audience that the viewers want. Like, not for me. You know, there's got to be. I want to. I want to get into it more. But then at the same time, and and maybe this is me trying to decide. But at the same time, I get really bored of the same scenario. You know, year after year, and and it's just kind of like another episode of the same thing, another episode of the same thing. But now we have Danielle and Rachel, and it's right. like, okay, great. You know, you're adding all these like guest stars, but you know, we're not seeing any resolution with our main stars. Exactly. Okay, so hold on. When when they were trying to originally phase Teresa out, they were going to have Caroline Manzo come back in, and the main point of the story was to talk about this. Caroline Manzo allegedly calling the FBI. Caroline has said, I did not call the FBI, but I was in the room with the person who did. I know who they are, and I'm never going to say who it was. At the end of the part one of the reunion, we saw where Teresa said, I spoke to the FBI, and I believe it was my brother and my sister-in-law who called the FBI on my ex-husband. So I think what they were trying to do was bring Caroline Manzo in to button up Teresa's story and phase her out. But what the producers are saying right now when it comes to all of this drama is pretty interesting. Andy Cohen explained, there are several options. They're both really popular, meaning Melissa and Teresa. I think they're (laughs) both walking around with the institutional knowledge that they both have and the institutional hurt feelings, especially Teresa. Teresa let out at the last reunion that she was mad at Melissa for not changing her wedding date because Teresa was pregnant at her wedding and she was a bridesmaid. She didn't like how she looked, so this is now going back 15 years. He said, I think what's interesting about it is that they're both a little right. I think that they both have really great points. And I think that's why it's not so clearly cut about whose side to be on. But as of right now, he's saying that him, production, Bravo, NBC, they are struggling with how to move forward with the show and keep both cast members on. Very interesting. They're both stubborn too. He forgot to put that in there because we never can get like, you know, sometimes you're never going to win. Right. So like with Melissa or with Teresa, you're never going to win and you have to accept it and just let it go, you know, and it's like you almost get there. And then right when you almost get there, they just come back full force with some nonsense. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how you unless you bring back like a Caroline Manzo, which is not going to happen now, um, or you bring back someone interesting because we're over the new thing. Right. Like they tried the new cast members. They're well, we great, like great. our new cast members. We now. love our new cat. We love them, but they're not enough to drive the show. Right. You know, the Rachel Danielle drama is not enough to drive the show. No, you still exhausting. need your you still need your your, you know, main main characters. And um, so I, you would have to pick from you'd have to bring someone else back. Yeah. Strong, strong. I mean, Atlanta's making this mistake right now you know, with their ratings and you can see oh, we're, that they need to pull back, you know, pull someone from the past. And we're going to get back. into that too. But do you, wouldn't it be so funny if all of a sudden next season you see like an intro and it's like Rosie with a champagne glass and like her wife and she's like, I'm back bitches. And you're like, what <laughs> I like, love that. <laughs> what? And she's like, I got my champagne flute. And it's like, wait, where the hell did you come from? <laughs> she's like, oh, Rosie is back. Joe's like, my girl's back. It's great. She's like, you, Joe. Because but there's something happening with Teresa right now. And I, you know, it, it, everything that's being reported right now, it's 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 supposedly, allegedly, all of that, but with her tax lien and or alleged tax lien and stuff, there's a lot happening. And you add Louie into the mix. I, I just I don't want to see anything more 
happened to Teresa and what she's already been through. You no, know, I she- agree with that. I even brought that up in our interview. And she said, I'm a big girl. I can handle myself. Well, I hope so, because there's no prenup, no nothing. Ebony Dix, bring the whole cast back. Who cares if they're unhappy? I, I agree. agree with that, too. <laughs> Teresa's getting a $2 million paycheck. Between Melissa and Joe, they're raking in over a million dollars. Like, this sort of tantrum disagreement, I'm not filming with her. Like, this kind of attitude when it's really like, like, I get it. Who were we just talking about? Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker on Sex in the City? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I get that. Like, we're talking about buku bucks. And we're actual, talking about talent. We're okay, talking like about real talent. big. Ta- yeah. Yes. It's a little it's different, different. And I understand reality TV, TV shows, movies. I get it. It's a little bit different. But for these women, it's almost like the Kardashian era where we took a bunch of people where there's not like a real talent being displayed here. It's more so just following their everyday lives, which is great. We love it. Absolutely. But how, how can you be so fucking demanding? How can you be like, I know you're paying me $2 million, but you better keep that bitch five feet away from me or else we're going to have a problem and I'm ripping this mic off. What? Yeah. And also, by the way, none of the cast except for Danielle's husband and Jennifer Aiden's husband and maybe Polly want to film with Louie, which is another problem. Yeah, see, the ultimatums, I think, it, they got to stop. You know, I mean, either you want to be on the show or you don't. There should be, they sh- Bravo should draw a line in the sand when it comes to ultimatums. I know, I would just be like, if you give us an ultimatum, new rule, give us an ultimatum and there's the door. We will, vo- yeah. your contract will be null and void. Null oh. and void, bye. <laughs> okay. Peace out. So we have to get to another person here. We're going to wrap up the jersey of it all, guys, and bring it over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because what are the ratings for Jersey this season? Fantastic. Um, They're they're doing pretty well. I mean, I don't have them off the top of my head, but you guys can always go on Instagram to TV Deets at TV Twitter Or Twitter, yeah, and they always post the ratings, but they killed it. Even her wedding special, that was... Personally, I didn't think that it was the most exciting, but I thought that it looked great, and I love that Teresa's happy. I, I wanted think- to watch the wedding special for Chanel Ayan and and the other housewives that showed up. I thought we would see more shitty? like interaction with the the other housewives. Like Phaedra was there, Dorinda was there, like Kenya was there, and we saw like snidbits. But I'm like, I want to see more of that. <laughs> you know, like, right? That's what it, I'm saying. Is like you're not even watching for the wedding. Yeah, I know. You're yeah. watching for the crossover. You're watching for BravoCon, really BravoCon 2.0. That's what you wanted. Yeah. Okay. 100. percent so we're going to pan over, guys. We're going to put a button on this and revisit because Jersey's not over yet. I don't know what's going on with this little sway pinky right now, but I'm digging her. See her? Not, I don't, I don't know yet. what she's doing. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Erica Jade, Erica Girardi, whatever you want to call her right now. The one who's claiming that, well, there's no Ozempic involved because now she's been linked to this man who we've talked about. Jason, do you know anything about this or am I just filling you in? A little bit, a little bit. But then you were telling me that this man who she's linked to is actually married and is a friend of Tom's. Yeah, or at least was. Okay. Can we go back to the Ozempic thing? Dolores came out and said, yeah, I've done it. A, a lot of every, everyone's doing it. They can't use that as an excuse anymore. Not when everyone's talking about it. Yeah, well, one, you can't say like... You first of all, freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. And if you want to own something and get ahead of it before somebody else comes out and you have like somebody from your pharmacy who's now all of a sudden leaking something and saying that they're giving you a you know what I mean? Like you might as well just tell the truth, especially when you're in their position, because it will come out, or you'll accidentally share it with a cast member 
like they're your best friend and one day they'll be your worst enemy and they'll just out you anyways. But for Erica, Erica has lost a substantial amount of weight. Mind you, this is her and you can tell she's extremely skinny. But mind you, you were an athlete. You know that when you start preparing for a show, you shed, right? Like, yeah, listen, 100%, even taking a month off when I used to perform with Cirque du Soleil and we used to come back into rehearsals, you just shed a lot. And I I know I I, supposedly her new show is very, very dance forward. So um, I that might be part of it. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Well, she was linked to this guy who's his name is Jim Wilkes, right? Mm hmm. Uh, this is this is just a lot. All right. So now she's addressing it and she's denying it. Let me just give you a little bit of a tidbit really quick. The guy is the guy that Ronald Richards was talking about. Because remember, a long time ago, we had Ronald Richards on our channel. And he said that they were trying to get to the bottom of who is funding Erica's legal fees. Because it's hundreds of that. Think about it like this. If Lala is paying close to a million dollars to fight for custody of her daughter, imagine what Erica is paying to fight for her life. Mm. right so this guy there was somebody who was funding her legal fees and they couldn't get to the bottom of it and finally he did when he got his answer and he's like i'm not going to out the person who's financially supporting we just wanted to be able to trace the funds back well that's this guy and his name is jim wilkes jim wilkes yes she's denying this though on the may 30th episode of two t's in a pod podcast with tamra judge teddy asked is she in a romantic relationship with this guy or is it just her attorney? Which is something that we all wanted to know, especially because Erica was, everybody immediately thought that Erica would end up being with a guy who was older, who had deep pockets, because it's like what she knows. It's what she knew for the longest time. Why would she not be with somebody like that? Right? Wait, I'm going to see, actually, if I could just bring up, let me just bring it up so I don't have to show it on here. Hold on. Let's cue Tamara and Teddy because they got this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply in a romantic relationship with this guy or is he her attorney? I was like, I just want to get to the bottom of this. Did you call her? So I sent Erica a text this morning. I was like, so tell it to me like it is. And she wrote LOL. It's absolutely ridiculous. She does a smiley face and she writes, Jim Wilkes is my lawyer and longtime family friend. And I believe her. You heard it here first, people. You heard it here first. Is she in a room? Well, sure, we heard that you believe her here first, but that doesn't mean that we believe you. So 
My thing is here, getting back to it, after everyone immediately started speculating that the two were together because they were photographed together in Vegas, he decided to go on his Instagram and post this beautiful photo with his wife. Uh, I wish there's better ways to do this, but yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take you over to Jim Wilk's Instagram right now. Here he is. So as you can... As you can see, this is Jim Wilkes' Instagram over here. Okay, we didn't need that. Okay. Um, um, this is his wife. I did not mean to... Hold on. Me and my wife, my wife and me having a nice moment. Okay. This okay. was his answer. Now everyone's like, why did you just randomly post this? Is it because you're trying to get ahead of it and you think that this is ridiculous when really you were just in Vegas supporting Erica? But the fans are divided. Only because... If this is somebody who is a part of the legal team, and this is a longtime family friend, yeah, sure, we get that. First of all, you're married. Who gives a shit? What does that mean? Not saying that, like, it doesn't mean that people haven't done it before. And why are you paying her legal bills? If there's nothing more to it, you're just that good of a friend where you're like, hey, shit, you need, you get 500,000. You get 500,000. <laughs> is it like that great of a friendship? Because I, I mean, listen, like I need a friend like that too. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know. It it it's like where what was happening? You know, like where was she coming from? Where were they going? That would be my first question. Um, damn, she looks so skinny. Yeah, so she looks skinny. So um, skinny. However, okay. you know, there was a video of her leaving. This was uh, many many months ago, but after they were filming Beverly Hills, and she was uh, leaving a lunch in Bel Air, and she was in really like you know tight short skirt dress and she looked also very thin back then so i don't know if it's the rehearsal the ozempic and no one should really be taking ozempic for weight loss anyway like that's crazy but she looks thin right now she does and i don't want to judge anyone's like weight and body how they look you know who knows what she's going through but well you don't have to judge them because we have somebody else who will (laughs) ronald richards ronald richards decided to share jim wilkes mugshot This is the mugshot, as you can see. And he shared the fact that Jim Wilkes got in trouble. It's right here. Tampa lawyer was arrested after firing shots in the home during an argument. So what was said was the same person who was helping Erica out was saying, I had this woman in my house. This didn't happen too long ago, by the way. I had this woman in my house. We had an argument. I'm an attorney. I can handle an argument. I couldn't get her to calm down. So what I did was I took out my weapon and I fired a few rounds into the wall and into the bed. That makes zero sense, but okay. That's how you solve an argument? uh, Yeah. Like, what do you tell your clients? How do you tell them to solve arguments? Do we need to also bring mediation (laughs) into the home? That's how he gets clients. Uh, oh. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. This is just, it's its all red flags. And I, I don't know what's happening between Erica and this man, if this man is even whatever. But I want to go back to why do these women choose men with red flags? Because okay? I feel like a lot of the people who are in that top 1%, that upper echelon of just wealth, money, power, I said housewives. I'm not talking about the top 1%. No, no, no. But I'm saying, I'm saying, no. But if you look at the, like, if you look at the top percent of like some of these people who are, you know, either funneling millions and millions of dollars or, you know, like burning through a hundred million dollars, like these are amounts that 
it's just not something that a lot most people are accustomed to. And I think a lot of the people who are up at that level navigating these high amounts, I think that there's a lot of corruption. And I think that they get used to a certain lifestyle and they know how to navigate the corruption. They know how to keep quiet. They know they need to do X, Y, and Z in order to live their life a certain way. And I think that that's, do you live your life with like this guy who's like, "Mm," you roll over at night and you're like, shit, I need to take another shot before I go to sleep with this Furby looking thing. But I will wake up and get in my Bugatti and drive right out of my 10,000 square foot mansion. Or- Do you wake up next to the hot guy with the abs who's broke as shit living in a shitty apartment in West Hollywood with no windows? Which one? (laughs) To each their own. To each each their their own. own. I, you know, just again, like I let's just back up. If this is at all true, there's some kind of relationship happening between Erica and and this Jim Wilkes guy. Like you're walking into another, you're walking off another cliff, you know? But He's paying your bills. He's paying your bills. You know, if he's paying your bills, then he's just keep your, your tip jar out there and keep going, girl. We will stop talking about you until yeah, your show sell comes tickets on. to that show. Sell tickets to your Las Vegas residency. What did Shady Millennial call it the other day? It's not a residency. It's a. Uh, I don't know. It was oh my god, I forgot what it was. It was so funny though. Um, but it, it's at it's at what's at um um why why am I blinking here at mandalay bay what's the i thought it was like at the bay? electric cowboy yeah, or something. Um, no no it's at um guys god they have one house of blues house, house of, blues. of blues yeah Which honestly cool i think venue. that you know, on a great show so good for her i'm not gonna sit here and just diss her i think it's great i think so too it's a big enough venue at first i was thinking like wait like restaurant area house of blues but i did see lady gaga perform there when she came out with just dance like back in like 2007 or something like that at that exact same venue um and it was very good so who knows okay Okay. who knows there we go all right guys so we're gonna move on from the real housewives of beverly hills because we need to get over to the kim zolciak Croy Beerman uh, in Atlanta of it all. This is the this yeah, listen is I, the gift that keeps on giving. I guess. I guess. You know what is not going to be the gift that keeps on giving though? Is if they try to bring Kim back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, it's not going to help the ratings. I don't know. I, I I think we need a Porsche. I think we need Porsche and Kim. Ooh, Porsche and Kim. Okay. I, think, I see what you're doing. I think yeah. that we need Porsche and Kim. And okay, this is the thing. All right, guys, we have the cast photo up right here. We're we're getting into Kim Zolciak in Atlanta right now, guys. So let's switch focus. Hi, larger curves. Hello, good morning. Um, not duck lips. Okay. All right. So I know that this photo is a little pixelated, but you obviously see our immediate cast here with Drew Sedora on the left tomorrow. She by Sheree, Candy Burris, Kenya Moore, and Sonia Richards Ross. We know that we also have Manietta. We have the cousin yes the cousin (laughs) not the impact you thought she was gonna have huh i mean i or did we think she was gonna have any no i just get annoyed watching her i think i know it's as hell i think she's annoying and i can't like i would i honestly would rather fast forward through the scenes with her i think that this was the worst casting ever for atlanta her next to the cookie girl Worst cast. Oh, the ca- the cookie girl. Where um, is Yovana? So funny. I'm that it's, bitch. Yeah. Where is where is that bitch? Cue um, Yovana. Listen, great interview. By the way, you, that was also one of your first interviews on YouTube mm-hmm. with with Yovana. It was really funny. Really she was good. at a you bar. Remember? 
She <laughs> she was at a bar. What are you doing? Um, when we were watching that premiere episode this season and Courtney came on screen, it took you five seconds to make that decision. It took me 10. I was like, no, girl, you're coming in just too strong, too oh, strong, her. attacking Candy, going off about this. And we don't know you yet. We don't know you. She has the energy of a nervous chihuahua. Uh, (laughs) Like she honestly, and the reason I feel like I can say this, you guys, is because I think like if you ever, Shaylee, don't wrap my ass out. But if you ever see me in the morning, like, or if you see me at, when we see you guys at BravoCon and stuff like that, my morning energy is so much and manic and nervous and just like, I have 500 things on my mind and I'm shaking like this and I've had too much espresso and I'm just, a mess and it's very fucking annoying for everybody who's around me so i try my best to keep away that's what courtney needs to do keep away keep away just keep, keep away, away girl. all right josie thanks adam and jason for the best content on youtube oh that's so sweet Thank thanks you. josie uh Shay- okay shaylee <laughs> we didn't need the peanut gallery there girl but hold on <laughs> let's get back to it real housewives of atlanta because there is a drama with the ratings now the current season of the real housewives has failed to connect with the viewers and this is coming from a source talking to radar online and the source said that some of the cast is concerned about being axed due to the poor ratings Season 15 of the Bravo show premiered on May 7th to 834,000 viewers with a 0.28 in the key demo. And the following week, only 738,000 viewers turned in, uh, tuned in, but that had dropped to 657,000 in the last episode. So the wow. ratings are just going down and down. But sources close to the show told Radar that the cast members are aware that the ratings are extremely low. And now they're worried that Bravo will pull a recast on them as they did to the cast of The Real Housewives of New York. None of them feel safe, even Candy. You know what's crazy is, okay, Atlanta is the first, I've said this before, the first Housewives show I ever watched. Loved it. And for me, I think it was Bolo season, kind of like I just got drained. And I was like done with it. And now it just keeps getting worse and worse. And I'm not saying that I don't love these women because I, I do love most of them. But this was just... It's just not it's not working right now. And I don't know what it is. I I wanna I wanna hear what people because this is just my opinion. <laughs> I sound like Tamara. It's just my opinion. But it's I don't know what opinion. people are thinking in the live chat. Like what what do you guys think? Do you think we're missing some just key players? Like are we missing a Porsche? I think so. I'm a I like Porsche. I'm a, she's TV great. Love her. Not so much on her own, on like her what was it, Porsche family. Family Matters or Values or something? Yeah, Porsche's Family Matters. Yeah, um, not so great. But I think in this group of women, like she was always on point. And then bring her and Kim back. Then now you have two key players with storylines. Yeah, yeah, no, true. Renee Glover, Chihuahua, I am on the floor. I love you guys so much. Yeah, Jason comes up with some funny (laughs) ones. Um, Larger Curves, the ratings are cursed on The Real Housewives of Atlanta until Bravo does right by Nini. The show is basically cursed. I Listen. (laughs) Like uh, or not, I loved Nini. I loved her. Jen Johnson. Hi, you guys are my light. I love the laughs uh, I get from you guys and our great chatters. Hi, guy. Well, hey, good morning, everybody. You. This Hello. is fun. Um, All right, Adam, what do you think needs to happen? I mean, do you think it, it, adding those two key players back, adding a Kim, adding Portia will, will help it? I don't know if you need to totally do a whole reboot like they are in New York, although I'm excited about it. You know, it looks very fresh, and I think they really did listen to people and what they wanted. We used to talk about about this all the time. You know, we want like 
the the younger energy and and it doesn't that nothing against age here but the younger energy the the working ladies the diversity and i feel like they're putting that out there on the real housewives of new york and people are still having issues with that yeah no i mean so we well, haven't seen I have it yet theories. but i have i have really high hopes for new york Kim Cosma, I don't want Lala. By the way, uh, Sheena just reached 100,000 subscribers. Hey, congratulations, Sheena. She actually, when I was in town, I was joking with Jason when I went to go do her um, her podcast because she was telling me how much she loves the silver plaque that she was trying to get for her own YouTube channel. I said to Jason, I was going to bring it with me. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. And you know what? It's It's just a thing on the wall at the end yeah. of the day. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you remember how, like, I died for that thing? I know, I know. Renee Glover, Jason is right. Bring back key players and give Marlo her canned peaches back. Okay. I think that honestly, that's what I was saying is I think that we need to cue back in Portia and Kim Zolciak. I think a strong cast here would be Kim Zolciak, Portia. I think that we should bring in, since Phaedra is now all of a sudden over on Married to Medicine, bring back She by Sheree, Kenya Moore. I think Cynthia Bailey would even still be fun. Um, who else? Candy Burris. I think that honestly, I say just bring the entire cast and then just add the two. Wait, of uh, this the, cast currently? Yeah, because what's another cast that has just a ma- Beverly Hills had a huge cast. Just, I just I don't know how people are feeling about Marlo. I loved Marlo as a friend. I don't like her holding a peach. I don't know what it is. I I could I could demote Marlo and put her as a friend. Yeah, I mean, and if you, you know? think about it, right here too, Alaska. We had 10 people on the Beverly Hills cast. Right here, there's six. So if you add two more key housewives, Kim Zolciak and also Portia, we have eight. And then keep the one friend of Magneta. And then, sorry, Courtney, you got to go. Yeah, no, Courtney. And we keep Sheree around because she's not done with She by Sheree. So we can see her a little longer. She by Sheree, yeah. she She brings the nostalgia. You know, well, she really does. And she always... <laughs> she. She's also, also with She by Sheree and all of that too, Kim Zolciak is still really close to She by Sheree over here. And She by Sheree is still really close to Portia. Portia's close to Drew Sedora. Portia and Kenya don't necessarily get along the most. Kim Zolciak hates Kenya more. Kenya hates Kim. Like we could still have some great authentic drama here. Very, very much so. And also we still have some cameos to get through this season with Kim Zolciak, Lisa Wu, Cynthia Bailey. So should be interesting. And if you think about it too, you think if you really kind of like assess if Andy Cohen and production and NBC right now are waiting until all of the parts of the Jersey reunion come out to make their decisions for casting to see how the fans are reacting, then I'm sure that they're going to do the exact same thing with Atlanta when they see how fans react to Kim Zolciak being back on our screens. Sure. Just like what they're sort of doing with Jackson Brittany testing them on Peacock. And just sort of what they're doing with the Ultimate Girls trip as well. And, and Portia was just on the last Ultimate Girls trip. Let's see if they they put her back into the mix. Because I feel like Ultimate Girls Trip is like for, you know, like the the housewives you kind of want to see. But that that ex-wives club trip was definitely an audition. And some right. people passed the audition and some people did not. So, I think it would be fun, too, to give Kim Zolciak a test and put her on Ultimate Girls Trip. That would be fun, too. But I think by the time that Ultimate Girls Trip comes out, we're going to need her on the cast of Atlanta. Uh Okay. You know? Well, Jason, since you brought up Kim Zolciak, are you ready for it? I mean, I didn't mean to, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Kim Zolciak, Beerman, you guys. Now, so much is coming out. I don't even know where to begin. 
Okay, let me muster this up. This is a lot. So we have a full-fledged divorce going on right now. But the police have been called numerous times. I'm going to walk you through this, Jason. They filed for divorce at the very beginning of May, right? Right. This was after finding out that they owe about $1.1 million in taxes. Their homeowners went into foreclosure. She's spending a shit ton of money, allegedly, on online gambling. And so the night before they filed divorce, her and Croy got into an argument. Croy decided to take her stuff, some of her belongings worth over $175,000 is what she's claiming, and take them and lock them in the safe in their basement. Well, Kim was pissed. Kim's like, give me the code. That's my shit. That's premarital property does not count. He's like, it's not premarital property, you idiot. It's marital property. We're married. We have debts to pay. And we're selling this shit because we have to pay our debts. Kim is like, no, no. I'm keeping what's mine in the divorce. We are going to get a divorce, split everything equally. And then what I decide to sell of mine to pay my half of the debts is what I decide to sell of mine. So they start getting in this back and forth sort of argument that completely escalates. And Kim calls the cops. But as soon as the cops arrive, they start talking to Croy and they're like, what's the problem? He's like, listen, right now we're going through some financial troubles. We're, we're entertaining the idea of a divorce. Their kids, meanwhile, are watching all of this, is what they said on page six. But we're getting a divorce. It's, it's a lot of shit that's happening right now. It's very stressful. She attacked me. They're like, wait a minute, attacked you? Apparently, Kim wanted her shit, bad so bad, her shit back so bad that she started wailing on the back of his head while he's like walking away from her, but then he shows- It's not funny, but I'm like, I can picture it and I am picturing it. So it's not funny, but- (laughs) So so when you have over here like Nene and she's like, bye wig, then you have wig over here chasing Croy and just like hitting him in the back of the head allegedly. And then when the cops showed up, they're like, we don't see any marks. There's no bleeding. Would you like to file charges? He said, no, I don't want to file charges. So, okay, what do you want us to do? She asked the police to please stay there while she gathers some of her belongings. However, there's no fucking point to gather the belongings unless she just, she started loading her glasses, jewelry, designer bags into her car. So I think what she was trying to do was to get them out of the marital home so he doesn't one by one start taking them and selling them off and collecting Mm. them because she's still living in the marital home with them. Now, the next day, After they both filed for divorce, which he barely beat her, he technically filed for divorce first. But after they both filed, the same police officers are called back to the house because she wanted to go into the bathroom of their master bedroom. He's like, no, girl, you're not coming in the bathroom. And she's like, I need to get my medication. He's like, I don't give a shit. Your medication's in the hallway. Take your ass back out there with your wig and go get your medication because you're not coming. So she reaches out to the same police officers and they're like, what the f- is going on? And did she have their card or something? How did she reach back out to the same I'm sure ones? it was like, let's say Deputy Duplantis. <laughs> Deputy Duplantis was like, listen, if you have issues again, just give us a call. We'll I be just want to know why it's Duplantis. And, I don't know. Just if you listen, Deputy Duplantis was like, if you have any problems, give us a call. We'll be right over. Kind of keep it clean. Keep it cute out here in the streets of Atlanta. We don't need the issues. We have other calls that are way more important. All right. So you think that they would do that, but they're not because the fights are just getting pettier. Now, 
he ended up going on social media. She's taunting him. He's taunting her. All while they're still living in the same house, he posted an animoji sort of thing or whatever they're called, a gif of this blonde sort of cartoon with a camera. And he's like, don't be so obvious, meaning she's obviously trying to get back on the show. And then he goes on. Remember how like sometimes you and I are sitting there for like Taco Tuesday, just patiently awaiting for our gator tacos. Like, what do we do? And we go on Instagram. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but- <laughs> and you know how sometimes I show you the Kardashian closet? Yes. Yes. Okay, so they have a Beerman closet. So they sell, okay. he sells t- his t-shirts on there for like 60 bucks. She sells her wigs and her designer shit and also sells some of like her Fendi bags and Louboutins and all kinds of stuff on this closet. So he went into the website and locked her ass out of the closet so she can't collect any money from it because he's like, you're not cashing out any more money until we pay off this outstanding debt, which I think is totally fair and responsible. This gives me a headache. Yeah. And I would love to see this play out on the show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean... It gives me a headache. God, what a headache. What a life. You think about where these women were, like the ones who have been, you know, the OGs, like like the Teresas, the Kims, the Ninis, the, the, their whole stories, right? How they've evolved and changed. Like the Adrian Maloofs, the Kim Richards, the Lisa Vanderpumps. It's like... So much has happened since the beginning, but I, I never just, anticipated it to go this left for Kim. I, I mean, I was expecting left, but not like a hard left and then a U-turn and then a left again. I thought you know? it was going to go about as left as it did when Sheree pulled on her wig. Like, I thought it was going to tilt, <laughs> you know? Like, I didn't think it was going to be like a full, like, like it got snatched and shit, you know? I didn't expect this because now it's just honestly getting worse because I feel like it's sort of reminiscent of what we're seeing in Miami with Linny and Lisa in the same right, home. Which right. I think you mentioned this before because how these two, even though you're living in a multi-million dollar mansion, it's not that big. It's like when people say Los Angeles is a small town. It really is. When you start meeting everybody, imagine being in the same house with somebody and then it's this volatile and there's other parties involved and there's a lawsuit. Exactly. And I mean, Kim, it- tried to clock Croy and went to the court and said, I don't trust this man around my children because he smokes weed. And he was like, okay, bitch, you want to play that game with me? Went back to the court and said, I don't trust her around my kids because I think that she is mentally not there. So I would like a full psychological evaluation on her. And then she's like, okay, you want to play that game? Then she takes her ass back to the court and takes a four hour parenting class to prove that she is doing everything that she can to help her children navigate what it's like to be in this is setup. so exhausting. I like mean, it just doesn't stop. It sounds like right? the first this is so exhausting. Hey, wait, what? <laughs> the first 15 years of my life, like divorce, custody, splitting. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. No, 100 percent I mean, listen, no one be careful of marriage, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Be, hey, or, you and I, we waited what nine, eight years, nine, nine years to get married. Okay. Yeah. So, but it is an exhausting situation and, and they, <laughs> God, the yeah. real housewives, like the OGs, like you never know where they're going to end up. You never know saying. where they're going to end up. But now All you right, see guys, why, they're, why, why saying, they're great TV, you know? No, it's great. Great TV. Um, what was I saying? Said happy pride month. Yes, everyone. Happy pride month. It's happy almost pride Jason month. and I's anniversary. And yes. also this is just such a fun month anyway. So definitely happy pride month to everybody. Um, 
Jason, we covered so many different crazy topics. I know. We were all over the place. We did the Real Housewives of the United States today. We went everywhere. Um, yeah. I'm really, really excited for... Uh, we do have a prenup, actually. Um, I am really, really excited for the last part of this Vanderpump Rules reunion. I can't even tell you. I want this third part. I want the last five minutes to be done. And I want it to be done. I want to know what we have to talk about. I want to know what we have to look forward to or maybe not look forward to. And I want to be done with Vanderpump Rules for the rest of the year. Uh, I mean... Even though it has been so fun to cover. It has been so fun. Especially people, if you've been joining us in the after parties or in Adam's recaps, they have been so much fun to, to talk about. But now I'm, I'm exhausted. So this big reveal cannot be like those empty promises we get from Bravo all the time. It has to be good. It has to be good. So, uh, Larger Curve said, hey, I love when I, catch, I catch you guys. This was fun. Greyhound Girl said, I knew you guys were smart. Listen, I think way to go. She said, I think it's smart. Jason, Jason and I agreed from the jump that a prenup is smart because it just protects everybody. As you can see, divorces, nobody plans for a divorce. I don't think that divorces are ever really not nasty. And it just kind of solidifies like Jason and I will never have to fight about anything. I think that's why Teresa exactly. should have done it. It's just it's there and you get to say your goodbyes. Goodbye, Jason. Get the out of my house and I'll get out of your house and we both get out of each other's houses and then we wish each other it's like a kiss on the cheek and a to the back okay I, okay okay just kidding I'm just kidding guys but again before we end up going don't forget that we will be back in some capacity next week for our members only we have to talk about what happened with our trip to Los Angeles because we are no longer going sadly we'll explain a little bit more but it is Friday guys so we're getting into the weekend we have a lot more content coming up on Up and Adam channel too and this channel and tons of polls in the community tab so make sure to go vote Jason any last messages to part ways no just have a great weekend have a great weekend everybody um, any BravoCon info? Not yet, but we love you guys and we'll keep you posted. Love you guys. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.